Hey there, it's the Obvious Brothers, and if you're listening to us, you found us on Anchor.fm. I'm Obvious Steve, and... This is Obvious John. Hey John, how you doing? I'm great, yourself? I'm doing really well, John. Uh, uh, You know, it's colder than whatever you want to talk about here in the Northeast with, uh, you know, it's 32 degrees with a 40 mile an hour blast of wind just to keep us kind of on our toes. Sounds nice. It sounds nice. Yeah, golfing weather. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't miss it, man. You don't miss uh, it. I, I I didn't figure you did. I, I would have been shocked if you just said I miss it. Okay. <laughs> here here we go, John. We're 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 back. We're back for our third week on Anchor.fm, and uh, we've talked a little bit about them sponsoring us, and in fact, our our listenership's up a little bit. So. Uh, I think it's two now, and uh, so uh, you know I, I'm I'm ready to talk about what we might do in terms of uh, sponsors. Have you been thinking about who might sponsors? No, I have not thought about it at all. Is that right? Well, let me just give you an example, John. You know, we listen college basketball season to screen the screeners, and maybe yes. you remember last year, and I think it was their second year, they picked up a, a sponsor. From a gambling site, since they talk about spreads and gambling a lot, so that might be an option, John. Since we talk about point spreads, and if it was legal, we we would lose money, and it's now legal in a lot of places, right? That's correct. Yeah, we could yeah. get we could get Guido's, uh, uh, you know, betting parlor maybe to to be our sponsor. Yeah. Maybe a corner corner bookie. Corner, corner bookie, yeah, something like that. Uh, I have had one of our uh, faithful listeners has pointed out that uh, the Browns fan club might have been interested, but we don't talk about the Browns nearly enough, so we seem to have shot ourselves in the foot on that one, John. What do you think? Yeah, I guess we really missed the boat on that one. Yeah, but, you know, as I was kind of looking around for something to do and somebody might sponsor us, John, I, I'm thinking Michelob Ultra might, uh, might, might be a good one to test this week. No, no, John. I, I, I got a place to go here. Okay, we'll, we'll oh. come back to the Maker's Mark thing at, at a later date, John. So, did, did you, uh, we don't talk politics much, John, uh, but no. did you see Senator Elizabeth Warren <laughs> announce that she's running for president? Sort of? Yes. Yes. And then inter- interrupt her, uh, her announcement by saying, oh, hold on a second, I need to grab um, uh, a beer. Right, right. And you remember where our favorite beer is? Ultra. Yeah, there it is, John. Yeah. Do you remember what she said about Mick Ultra? It is the club soda of beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly a, a great advertisement for Mick Ultra. I don't think that's where they were going with, is it? Well, but John, we're going to make up for that here in the, in the rest of this show. We're going, we're going, we're going to make Mick Ultra something people are going to want to drink by the time we're getting done with this uh, podcast. Okay. Okay. So back to our betting thing, John. Over and under is six and a half on how many times we can say Michelob Ultra before this is over. Okay, I'll oh, take the over. You're taking the over. All right. So let's let's roll, John. I guess get down to the good stuff now that we've uh, maybe been silly for a little bit. All right. There were eight NFL coaching vacancies as of a week ago Monday, and I think. 
I, you know, maybe I missed an announcement, but anyway, I think there are five right now that have been filled. But the thing I, I want to bring up here is if you've been paying attention, some of them are unusual. How's that for a word? All right. Yeah, you you wanna you wanna kind of chip in on uh, some of the unusualness and what you think of it. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people were necessarily surprised, but maybe a little bit with the uh, Cliff Kingsbury hiring in Arizona right after he got hired by USC. Um, you know, we didn't exactly have a winning record at, at Texas Tech, but uh, you know they're ready to give him a shot in the NFL. They, they are, you know, and, and you know, John, I think I think Cliff Kingsbury looks like the Michelob Ultra of uh, NFL coaching hires. Yes, tall and, and slender. Yeah, good looking on the outside with not a lot of substance on the inside. I don't think, John. Correct. Yeah. Uh, very good. It's a it, it is a kind of a mystery why if you can have anybody to be your coach, why a guy with a losing record at a second tier Big Twelve school is who you go with. I guess you look at the. Yeah, go ahead. It, you, it, we'll we'll just leave it. It's a it's 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 a funky hire, right? I, I guess maybe that that's a funky hire, but I would say they're he's riding the the uh, Mahomes coattails. Exactly right. Uh, Mahomes coattails, and sort of Baker Mayfield, but not quite. All right, and then the uh, of course then then the Browns do something that seems to be so Browns worthy. They hire their interim offensive coordinator to be their head coach. Yeah, that was interesting as well. Yeah, um, uh-huh. I, I, you know, I was kind of surprised that Greg Williams didn't get to keep that job. But well, yeah, I thought they did a good job under Williams the last part of the season. Play, yeah, played so, hard, won a bunch of games, looked pretty good at times. Correct. Yeah. So, all right. Well. That, that keeps this, uh, the mystery continues, and maybe we'll have to talk more when uh, the, the rest of those hires come out in the next week or so. So, John, here we are. It's time. Last week we did confidence picks for the four NFL playoff games, and we're going to do it again uh, this week. And uh, you know who our sponsor for this segment is, right, John? Uh, would that be crisp and cold Michelob Ultra? It would. The club soda of beers. Right, so John, last week we we agreed on one confidence pick, our number, our, our four, our best pick, uh, and it lost. And it lost. It, and it lost. Right. So John, uh, that's that's the KOD right there. So, uh, but John, you you picked the other three, right? So uh, well done, John. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So here we go, John. Four games this weekend. What do you got? Who do you have most confidence with in, and who do you have the least confidence in? I've got the most confidence, and again, I'll pick against them. I'll take the Saints over the Eagles. Is that right? Okay, that's that's my four too. So almost certainly uh, Sunday evening we'll be looking at an Eagles victory again. So sounds like sounds possible. <laughs> Since we seem to have a knack. All right, John. So that that's a, we agree on the four. Uh, who's your least confident that you're picking? Chargers over the Patriots. 
Chargers over the Patriots. All right, I've got to write all this down so I remember this for various purposes. So you've got one for the Chargers. Okay, why do you think Chargers are going to beat the Patriots? I just think they're a better all-around team. Uh, I mean, they're, de- they're definitely a more talented team. The disadvantage is, is again, they're playing an early, early game in uh, the East Coast and what looks like to be, as from what I saw yesterday, uh, pretty cold and snowy Foxborough Stadium. Yeah, it'll at least be cold. I, I'm not sure exactly when the snow rolls through, but there's snow on the East Coast this weekend, so... Uh, potentially there's snow too so alright you know I think that cold snow it, it could affect Mr. Brady as well okay well you know Mr. Brady yeah. Mr. Brady is older than uh, Michelob Ultra so uh, I uh, I think uh, <laughs> lots of things could affect him so I don't doubt it yeah right yeah so uh, there you go. So that's your one. My my one is the Rams over over your Cowboys on, on Sunday. I, wow, the second largest spread. It is the second. Well, I I just not sure. I believe in the Rams, and uh, the Cowboys have the ingredients of a good playoff team. They play good defense. They got the guy who can run the ball. Uh, as I've heard people say the pressure's on the Rams to live up to all the hype, and I don't think the Cowboys are feeling much pressure at all at this point. Uh, if they haven't overachieved already, uh, they win this game, they've overachieved. So uh, I think I think there's a certain, you know, there, there's a certain looseness to their jingle jangle at this point. So uh, yeah, they're definitely playing. Uh they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. They're the underdogs here. Uh, I don't even think, to be honest with you, I don't even know if if they somehow were to play the Eagles next week in at home. I would be surprised if that spread was more than than one and a half in the Cowboys' favor. Right. Um, so, uh, um, so yeah, they're they're playing as the underdog here and pretty much are taking that, going to take that, right that as far as they can. Yeah, that's why that that game that game scares me. But uh, so, there you go. So uh, last week, John, uh, we went head to head. I thought the Texans were the team. You thought the Colts were the team. You were right. Uh, and you have the Colts going to the Super Bowl. So I, I'm assuming you're going to pick them to win. How much confidence you have in them winning this week? They're my three. Yeah, Colts um, at three. I think, yeah, I think they are. Uh, I think they're just playing. They might be playing the best football out of all the eight teams left right now. I mean, they're clicking on all cylinders. Their defense is playing really well. Uh, they have an actual running game now, which is you know amazing for them. Uh, Marlon Mack averaged almost five yards a carry on the year, um, and I think they can. Uh, and then of course they have uh, Mr. Luck there under center that is pretty darn good as well playing like the uh, Andrew of old. So, yeah, I like the Colts here. I think they have enough defense to shut down the Chiefs, and uh, we have seen the Chiefs be very vulnerable uh, in stopping teams at, at different times this year. Right. The spread, in, the spread in that game is 57, the over-under. Over-under. 57. That's a 29-28 game. Well, they're, they are five-and-a-half-point favorites, so that's a... 
I can't Don't do it. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> 31-26 game. There you go. Yeah, okay. That seems high to me. That seems high. Uh, I think. I think the Colts. I don't. I don't think the the Chiefs can score thirty one points against the Colts. Okay. So uh, I, I uh, you've got it as your three. I have it as as my two, and I'm going to agree with you about the Colts. And here you go. Here are my six reasons I don't believe in the Chiefs. Okay. So, so let's not run up the time too much, so don't talk me out of any of these, but here you go. Number one. Here, let, me, that, let me open a nice cold Mick Ultra real quick while you go through these. Okay. Why don't you sip on a Mick Ultra, and uh, we'll, uh, and what is that, five already, John? Uh, and, and uh, yes. So, number one, they have not won a home, home playoff game since uh, Joe Montana was quarterback in 1993. It's supposed to be a tough place to play, but it has not stood up that way in the playoffs for, you know, a quarter of a century. And Andy Reid's playoff record is not all that great anyway. I don't know, has he two times in his career uh, done better than his seed? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's three. So uh, all the times he's made the playoffs, he's underachieved. So that's number one. Number two, as you said, they don't play very good defense. In fact, they are... 24th in the league in scoring defense and 27th against the run. Uh, so those are not good numbers in a playoff game. All right. Uh, the Colts are really playing well, right? Uh, Mahomes is starting his first playoff game. You know uh, how many guys started the first playoff game last weekend? Three. How many? Three. And how many have one? None. Uh, so right. The record over the last five years of first-time playoff starting quarterbacks is like two and thirteen. So uh, that that even though he's wonderful, uh, he uh, no he he uh, you worry about a first-time playoff guy. And then number six because the Andy Reid record was was one of them. Um, isn't there a long tradition, John, of teams opening five, six, seven, eight, and zero, and flattening out, and then not doing well in the playoffs? Yes, and actually, the Chiefs are. Did, they did it last year too, didn't they? Yes, they've done it many times in their in their past. Right. So that that is another reason that scares me, and why I think the Colts will probably. I have the Colts winning with a two. So. There you go. So that means okay. that means your two is the uh, the is do you have the uh, Rams winning? I'm taking my Cowboys. You taking the Cowboys with two for two? It's, it's my heart pick. I, I can't I can't go against them. And I think we have a legitimate chance. The only thing that worries me is we just have to score. I don't know if we can score enough points. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the fear. I mean, you know, again, here you got a forty-nine and a half point over/under and a seven points favorite. So they're looking at what twenty-eight to twenty-one. Um, right. Cowboys are undefeated on the season when they've scored over twenty points. Um, they've only given up thirty points to any team uh, once this year. That was the Eagles in week. Fifteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, 
terms of the stats, they have to keep Aaron Donald off off Dak Prescott. I mean, that's if he's if he's having a picnic in the backfield with all day, then we're not going to go anywhere. But that's where you take yeah. that big twenty-one and and feed the beast, right? Right. Well, and and uh, Cowboys supposed you know they built uh, two years ago a, a quality offensive line, and this is where. That money you spend on that offensive line comes in, right? Yeah, and they're banged up, and we don't have many of the th- that. There's only two people from that line two years ago that's actually starting in this game, so that makes a difference as well. Right, yeah, that's why you're worried, right? Okay, so I have the Pats. Uh, you had the Chargers with a one. I have the Patriots as a three, just because of the weakness of the others, and I'm just the Patriots. Uh, do not lose home playoff games in the Brady Belichick era, and until they do, uh, I'm not going to believe it. I agree with you. I think the Chargers are probably the better team, and I'm not sure the four-point spread, which is the smallest of the weekend, isn't. Well, I'm not sure if I had to bet on this game. I know what my bet would be if I had to bet on this game. I would take the four in the Chargers, but yeah. uh, but uh, until I see them actually lose. It's hard to pick against them, and uh, as I say, they're only the three because the other two are lamer. So uh, there you go. Yeah, and you know that's another team that's had a history of choking in the playoffs as well. So the Chargers, yes. Uh, um, so kind of hurts your confidence a little and, bit. And and the flip flip side of it is, how many years yeah. have we said the Patriots can't do it, won't do it, they're not that good, blah 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 blah, and here they are in the Super Bowl again. So. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I just worries me. If they were playing in L.A., I, I, I you know, I, I would uh, give the points, that many points, and take the Chargers. But a uh, whole different thing, as you said, with the timing and the weather and uh, the Patriots' uh, record. All right, John, let's let's switch gears. Uh, you, you can set your Mick Ultra aside. And uh, we can uh, move on to college basketball. Things heated up this week. And uh, next week, I looked ahead to schedule. There's some quality stuff uh, looking ahead. Uh, Any takeaway? Oh, let me start. You called the Michigan IU game right on uh, Sunday, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I knew Michigan was definitely. I mean, I'm I'm not disappointed with the outcome of that game. I figured they were going to lose, and they kept it close. They kept it within 10, I believe. So. Um, you know, the game kind of gotten a little bit away from them at one point, but they hung in there and, and tried to battle back. So, yeah, uh, in a loss, I'd say that's probably the best that the IU team has looked all year. So, um, so yeah, I, I guess that's my takeaway from that uh, game. Okay, and then uh, I said I wasn't watching Michigan State Ohio State on Saturday, and uh, I watched a little bit of it. I. I they always kept Ohio State at arm's length, and Michigan State beat them there in Columbus, which, you know, in the Big Ten, that kind of uh, road win is big. Or, or maybe even on the other side of it, if Ohio State's the number three team in the Big Ten, I don't think they're supposed to be losing at home. So, no. right. So, and then, of course, Especially Ohio, after last night. Yeah, and last night, I was going to get to last night, just because we have Ohio State fans who listen. Uh, they lost on the road at Rutgers, who... You know, we'll talk about power rankings. The BTN power ranking had Rutgers the number 14 team in the league this week. 
So they went into Rutgers and lost last night. So I, I'm not sure that uh, Ohio State isn't the Michelob light of uh, or Michelob Ultra of the Big Ten at this point. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, uh, very very low carb. Yeah, yeah, they're looking a little lighter than uh, their outside trappings uh, made made them look early. So, um, so anything else other than the, the those couple. Uh, no, ideas. No, I think that was a good, good sum, good summary of the week. Did you see Zion? Did you see Zion uh, smoke him up the other night? I didn't. I didn't get to watch much hoops this week, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just put a little thirty ten on board. You know. How many shots did he take outside of two feet? Oh no! He. I think he had three, three threes. Wow. Maybe four. That's good. Yeah. He, he's. Uh, wow. He's. He's something. Yeah. So here you go. You, you got anything this next week, or you want me to start? Well, I got um, tomorrow night. For those of us that anybody doesn't realize, we're actually recording on a Thursday this week. Uh, tomorrow night, Friday. Uh, IU Maryland. Oh. Um, I like that game because I want to see. I think I'll learn a little more about the Hoosiers. Uh, yeah. Maryland's four and one in the Big Ten. It's on the road, so it's a road game as. We just discussed road games, road victories in the Big Ten are huge right. and very important um, against even a team that Maryland it's not ranked. Uh, I use 22nd, probably a, probably a week, week 22nd in my opinion. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll see what the, the Hoosiers, if they win this game, then I, I'll believe that they are a true top 25 team. Okay. Well, and let, let me just frame it. Uh, we kind of have kicked around this uh, for a couple weeks, John. There is a big question in the Big Ten after Michigan and Michigan State, who are clearly one and two. Who's number three down through about number eleven? It, there's a lot of shaking out to do as to uh, yeah who 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 gets those other slots. And uh, in terms of uh, you know the big show in March, you know you got to be sixth or seventh, maybe even eighth. To make make the tournament right, so we've got there's going to be a lot of and those are IU and Maryland are two of those teams in that pack, and this is a game that can can nudge that. Yep, right. That's a very 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 good good point. Yes, okay, I agree. So I'm going to go I'm going to go to uh, you know this is next week's sponsor probably they'll send us some money. Uh, FS1 has a double header on Monday night, John, a Big Ten double header. Uh, they've got your Hoosiers playing at home against Nebraska. That's the uh, I don't have the times, but the, the, that, is, is that the early game? Okay. And then the second game is Wisconsin at Maryland. So uh, if, uh, just to break it down, Nebraska's 11 and four, IU is 12 and three, Wisconsin's 11 and four, and Maryland's 13 and three. So teams with within one loss of each other playing each other. Four teams in that three to eleven Big Ten spot, and we're going, you know, going to start seeing some shakeout. Like you say, if IU wins tomorrow night and then again Monday, they will be in great shape. For yeah, instance, that, right? You know, that puts puts them at five and one in the Big Ten, and, and puts them in, in real good shape. Right. So uh, also next week, just I, I don't want anybody to miss this game because this looks like a killer game. Um, Charlottesville Tuesday night at eight o'clock. 
problem is it's on the ACC network. UVA plays Virginia Tech. Tech is number nine in the country if you're not keeping up. So that ought to be a monster game between, you know, not those programs we usually look at in the ACC. You know, it's not Duke and North Carolina, but uh, UVA and Virginia Tech both in the top ten playing in uh, mid-January. Uh, you know, again, a, a shakeout game. Which one of them belongs in the top tier of the ACC? And uh, we're going to find out Tuesday night, aren't we? Yes, we are. What a shame to put two top ten teams on an ACC network. I mean, I see they get. looks like they're getting bounced on ESPN for the Georgia-Kentucky game, which should be a, a good game and a, and a good one to watch as well. But Georgia's 9-5. and five. Yeah, I mean, not the same. Well... Uh, that's the same juice as a 14-0 Virginia versus a 14-1 Valtech, So No, but I wonder when the schedule is made, too, John. That's a good point. Yeah, they probably, you know, ACC Network probably claimed that game early and not knowing, you know, there wasn't any struggle because nobody would have said, oh, they'll both be in the top 10 January. It was Monday, Tuesday's the 15th, right? In the middle of January, so... Yeah, so so that may explain part of it. But you're right; it, it is a shame that it's in a spot that uh, a lot of people aren't going to get to see it. Me being one of them. Yeah, well, I I don't think I have it either. All right, John, we've done it again, made it through. You know, you know what it's time for, John. It's time to celebrate with an ice cold Mick Ultra. Yeah, it's it's time to to break open the club soda of beers. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, it feels like I deserve one of those after this. So, well done, John. Yeah. So I I, I look forward to the check uh, from our, our our new sponsor, and uh, probably so do you. Uh, have a have a good weekend sipping on your your Mick Ultra and uh, watching the playoff games and maybe some hoops. Yes, sir. Yeah. You as well. Uh, just you know, remember to drink responsibly. Uh, uh well, if you're drinking the club soda of uh, beers, it's. Uh, Challenge not to. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> That's the whole point, right? Yeah. It is, yeah. 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 Well, and you remember your your father's one of his favorite jokes, right? Which which one? The, the one about something like Mick Ultra. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Sex in a canoe. Yeah, yeah, and that's as far as we can go, people. You can look it up on it, Google it. All right, John, have a good one. Have a great weekend, Steve. Yeah, bye, bro.